Hello everybody, my name is Sickflup, Sickflup's in a slobble that is, and I am here to talk to you about a wearable computer uh, that I built, um, quote unquote built, uh, that I constructed, more or less, out of uh, ready-made parts. Um, I was given a couple of Raspberry Pis, and I didn't really know what to do with them for a long time. I think I found a use for at least one of them, and uh, that is in a wearable computer. So I have a Raspberry Pi in it. Um, I also have a half of a MyView solo um, in there, as well as four deep batteries charging the whole thing, and a keyboard. And uh, so this is what I wear. I, I wear the computer bits, the Raspberry Pi and the battery and whatnot. I wear the computer bits kind of like a tie, <laughs> uh, which I find is, is nice to have it just on your front. Um, and I wear the MyView solo parts on my eyes or on one eye rather and I type on the keyboard and so it's it's pretty straightforward um, how this works as a wearable computer uh, I'll talk to you about um, a couple of things that I've learned uh, while taking apart the MyV Solo to plug the pieces and uh, and use half of it the MyV Solo is a um, uh, heads-up display um, that was intended for use with the iPad and the iPod and the and the uh, iPhone and whatnot to turn its composite video out into a display that you had presented right in front of you um, through these awkward-looking goggles that you'd wear. The awkward-looking goggles um, actually has two very tiny LCDs um, that uh, they're 320 by 240, these LCDs, and uh, so uh, my goal was to extract one of them, because I wanted a sort of a monocle, um, I, I thought it looked a little bit more visually pleasing uh, if I had just one eye covered instead of both, um, so I took it apart, and uh, it was a bit difficult to take apart because um, it's held together, the headset part of it, of it. Um, there are three parts, there's the headset part of it, there's a little oval shaped box on the wire of it um, with with uh, brightness and contrast controls and a power button and then there's the part that plugs into the iPad or iPod or, or whatever. The part that plugs into the iPad or iPod or whatever is detachable. This is important. Um, I'll tell you why it's important in a second. Um, so I was taking apart the goggles and um, I didn't have a torque screw. It's held together by four very tiny torque screws. Um, I didn't have a torque wrench or torque screwdriver or anything like that to take it apart. So I very carefully wedged the whole thing apart um, with a couple of butter knives. Um, so it's <laughs> um, I can't put the packaging back together, but uh, found out that the innards of it were pretty cool. Uh, the optics um, for the left eye and the right eye are connected which is unfortunate because I just wanted one eye. Um, you'll find that the optics are connected in this little box uh, with the LCDs on either side. You can just go ahead and cut that box right in half. There's nothing really inside of it. And that's exactly what I did was I, I cut in half and used only one side of it for, um, for my eyepiece. Um, the only, the unfortunate part about taking this apart I found was that uh, so you have LCDs on either side of the optics, and LCDs on either side of the optics, and uh, these are what illuminates um, the screen. Is L 
LEDs um, behind the LCDs. And uh, I found that these LEDs are connected. You can't disconnect one and have the other one work, unfortunately. Um, so I kept one connected and kind of hit it by the earpiece. And because uh, um, I suppose they're in series in some way or something like that. Another problem with the MyBeak Solo is you can't power it constantly um, with an external source without it charging. If you the part that has a little oval with the contrast and brightness controls um, has a tiny battery inside of it and also has a USB plug. You charge it with the USB plug and it charges the battery, but you can't turn it on. It'll turn on for a few seconds and turn off and uh, discover that the battery's there and charge it. So if you just remove the battery, then you can charge it with an external source. So that's what I did was remove the battery. Um, the part that uh, connects to the iPod or, or iPad or whatever actually disconnects, and there's a stereo plug. Um, well, it's not stereo. There's uh, three tips and a shield. Um, so it's it's one source more than stereo. <laughs> so it's a triple or something like that. I don't know what you'd call it. Um, um, but uh, it's this plug. And uh, I found that the um, first two tips is the audio. The... Uh, Next tip is the AV ground and the shield. For some odd reason, the shield is video, which is kind of odd, but that's the way they made it. And you can connect this to any NTSC or PAL video source. Uh, I chose the NTSC video out of my Raspberry Pi, and it works quite well. Um, although you can't really see anything because it's a 320 by 240 display. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, well, actually, I'll talk about that now. Um, I wrote a terminal emulator for it that kind of zooms into what you're typing and zooms in around the screen so you can actually see what's going on. And that link is in the source in the in the show notes. Um, and uh, runs uh, not quite as smooth on the Raspberry Pi as it does on a normal computer, but it's smooth enough uh, so far. It still has yet to be optimized um, uh, terribly much. I mean it's algorithmically optimized, I think, um, but it can use some Armish assembly in there uh, in its inner loops for a little bit more optimization. So on to power. The entire thing is powered by four D uh, cell batteries. Um, I power the Raspberry Pi directly. Uh, the Raspberry Pi has a little 5-volt regulator uh, attached very closely to its power source, and uh, so you can go over and under the um, the target voltage and target amperage a little bit without disturbing the Raspberry Pi too much. And uh, so the six volts that I draw out of the D batteries is enough to power the Raspberry Pi. Um, then I power the MyView and the other peripherals, uh, the wireless keyboard and whatnot, uh, through the USB plugs. And uh, yeah, so that's it. That's my little wear wearable computer. It's been very nice. I've been wearing it around town <laughs> with a little keyboard um, and gotten mixed reactions from it. Um, I think it's still socially unacceptable to have a screen attached to you, unfortunate as this is. Um, if the screen were smaller, I think it would be a little bit more socially acceptable. Um, but there's a certain clique of people that find it really interesting. I found. Um, 
so yeah <laughs> uh that's it thanks for lis- thanks for listening everyone take care bye bye You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.